Well, we recorded this a few weeks ago before Black Lives Matter protests had started before George Floyd. Um, when we were in the thick of the pandemic only. Um, and we were talking about quarantine, about kids sleeping all day, about a UTI, <laughs> about Christina's line of skincare, and about all kind of stuff. You know, uh, those of you who've seen her on here before, we can talk. She and I can talk forever about nothing. So this is a good conversation. But we're talking about more than nothing about her businesses and how they're affected by COVID and how she plans on getting through this um, time and still be a business owner. And yeah, it's a, I think it's a really good conversation. At the end, we talk about her skincare line and uh, she has since sent me all of her skincare and we're going to do a podcast about that later too. I'm really glad we had the podcast we did last week. Uh, so many people have reached out and said, thank you for doing that podcast. And, you know, I'm just a regular person. I'm not anybody, you know, super special in that I'm not a, a leader. I'm not a spiritual leader. I'm just a regular person. And I think so is Christina. So for us to have just had two regular people talking about something really intense was kind of scary to me in this sort of public forum, even though I am no Oprah, I don't have millions and millions of people listening. I was very nervous uh, that people would misconstrue my intention or, um, or that I would say something wrong. Um, and I think it went okay. And so far everyone who's emailed me about that podcast has said, um, they were grateful we had that conversation. So thank you for letting me know that because I thought it was a good conversation, but lately I feel like my barometer may be off somehow with what's right or wrong. So thanks to everybody who reached out and said, thank you for having that conversation. Um, the only way we can move forward really is to be able to have conversations where we're not afraid to say what we really feel and, and know the person's intention is only good. Um, and that was my intention in that whole podcast last week was just good. So. I hope you enjoyed this conversation, which happened before last week's, and um, maybe you can learn something or at least get a good laugh. Maybe we could all use a good laugh, take an hour off everything that's intense or an hour and a half, however long it is, because there's a lot of things that are intense. So, so thanks for coming back every week. Thanks for, um, thanks for going online and looking at our merch and purchasing some merch if you want to. I appreciate it. And please share this podcast if you know somebody who you think would enjoy it. I hope every person is well and safe and um, happy. Uh, so thank you for listening. This is me and Christina Rumbly Stratton shooting the shit about lots of things.
You mean you, you didn't want to stay up inside the nostrils? <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's so hot. I'm going to not touch up the appearance. Can we? Yeah, that's much better. The new touch up, touch up my appearance. And you look like a freaking avatar weirdo. It's smooth. And it's <laughs> strange. It's like nothing about that's cute. You're not looking younger. You just look <laughs> ridiculous. Wait, it, there's a button where you can say touch up? Oh, yeah. About? There is? If you, yes, if you go to the bottom where it says stop video and you write, you can click on the arrow. Yeah. Go to video settings and it'll have oh, a virtual. Oh my God. Yes. And that means you can, it's a basically smooth. Touch up my appearance. Smooth it, this shit. <laughs> can it take care of this bag right here? Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something all about that. Hold on. Hold on. I do this constantly. I'm like, oh, oh my God, what is that? What would that feel like if I could actually see like with my big ass eyes? And I'm like, mm, and then I go like this and it stays. Uh, oh my God. Too. My mother had her eyes done when she was in her thirties because we have this hood and it just keeps going like hood. Yes. And then and they say, you, look, you can do it. It makes you look mad. It, well, it makes you look, it makes you look surprised. All the time. Well, when right? you have it done. But before it, you have it done, you just look like this. Uh-oh. You look like a Sharpay. <laughs> you know? Angry. <laughs> Hold on. Let me shut this door. I got all the stuff so no one can hear me. And I got to get my beverage. It's too early to drink, I guess. I know. It's a little Shoot. early. For me, it's earlier for me than for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, for a second, it's, yeah, I'm three hours ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. Tell me about it. Well, you look good. Well, only for you because (laughs) I haven't done this. First of all, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, trying. And I haven't (laughs) done this in about eight weeks and counting. (laughs) Why would you? No need. No need. I mean, my husband, maybe, but (laughs) he he gets what he gets. This is all he gets. He's all natural. He's in love with all natural. That's right. Okay, Halston, hold on. I'm putting this up on something so you guys don't see the chins constantly. Okay, okay. What chins? You don't have any chins. Oh, really? I don't? It's no. so funny. Hold on. <laughs> if you go like this, everybody. What? If you go like that. <laughs> the best. Chin. <laughs> yeah. I always get the random shot from someone. They're like, you know, a picture with friends, and they'll like show a random shot. And I'm always either like this, like, huh, and, and bend over. <laughs> Oh, I'm like this. I'm like <laughs> doing the ugliest face. And I'm like, why did you tag me? In <laughs> fucking picture. I know. I have fans. Okay. I can't be looking like that. <laughs> no. I'm the same way. I laugh. I look so ugly when I laugh. Me too. I do the same. I go, ha. And then I look like I'm having a seizure. It's so bad. And that's the same. Closet. Yep. It's a screenshot. Stupid. People are ridiculous. I can't. Oh, look. Doug sent me a little text with a little heart. Aw, Dougie Fresh. How's Dougie better? Um, He's good. You know, we're, Jesus Christ, we are in this like frozen in time, but we're not. It's like being frozen and in hell. So you're frozen, but you're in hell at the same time, yet you're not hot. In hell. <laughs> so he is, um, his business is actually doing okay because he does interior design. So he's doing okay. But I keep telling him, like, just be grateful for what you got because, you know, he's such an artist. He's 
such yeah. a tortured artist. So he gets this, we call it a whale, right? When you get a big, it's like Netflix, right? But you're, it's like you got the whale. Yeah. We got a big, you got a big client recently, but you know, Doug, there's always a problem. They're always difficult. They're always this. They don't trust him. He, he why can't they just let me do what I do? I'm like, because it's their money, it's their house, man. Go shit. They can't do what you do, but they think they can. Like I have, I have to talk them off the ledge with this stuff all the time. And he's just like, I mean, they can see what I can do. Can I just, just? I'm like, so you just want someone to come in and be like this? Oh my god, you're amazing. You're so great. Here's a check. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. So you want to basically just build your own shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. No That's right. Do that. You and want a client that doesn't exist. That yeah. client doesn't exist. No. I said, who's okay? So if the constant is they're always a pain in the ass. They never trust you because they always think they know better or they try to finagle more money over here, whatever. They try to find that light fixture for cheaper. Who's the constant? Right. <laughs> only one. There's only one. Can't have those conversations. They get a little too hairy. Um, <laughs> so he's doing fun. He's working. You know, I'm, I'm the one who's like my whole world, March 15th, literally everything went boop and paused. All yeah. the spas had to close down. Hundred and no, two hundred and twenty massage therapists, estheticians, front desk people furloughed. I mean, it was like, and then we allowed. We had some that we kept and had to trickle down, and it was just like hotels shut down. They were down. We were watching it trickle off. Where guests were canceling, and and skincare company, the only company that I have right now that's even we call it every bean fills a sack. That's yep. where we're at is the skincare company is selling at least something online enough to at least pay the two women who are furloughed to a degree working this many hours, but easily, I mean, we, 85% of the income's gone and no income for the spas, zero. So it's crazy. It's How insane. Do you, what do you, I mean, what do I do? Literally want to murder everyone around me all day long. Not kidding. <laughs> there's, there's a high level of murder. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have to tell you. <laughs> so I wore this so I could just show you what it feels like. I mean, you know, truth and joking. But there's a, Alana and I were talking about this, my business partner. We were talking about how we feel. We worked like we just started our company again. And that's when you had energy. It's like being a parent. When you're newly a parent, you don't know what you don't know. You know your life before it. Man, you're exhausted. But you have the baby. It's the baby. And you have this love. Okay. When you start your company, you're like fired up. Hundred hours. Ah, in my sleep, I could do this. Ah. When you're 46 and you're going on 15 years of it, you're like, fuck. Yeah. What? You have to reinvent. The word pivot and unprecedented have been used over the past two months in my vocabulary like every day. Yeah. Oh, we have to pivot and rechange. This is unprecedented. I said, oh my God, if I just say that. But it's the truth. It really is. How do you become a completely different kind of company overnight, still providing the same type of services and have your staff looking to you while they're at home, majority making more than they ever made with you on unemployment till July 25th, pretty much. Yeah. And you're supposed to come back? Yeah. I don't I wouldn't either. I'd be like, oh, I was a front desk person. I was a spot tenant. I was making, you know, I work 15 hours, 20 hours part time a week. And I was like, you suck it. But we're just going to have this weird thing. August, September, I think is when most businesses are going to go. This is the real hard time because right. right now everyone's in this 
And then, you know, you're dealing with California, my two spots in California. It's just like crickets. We don't know what's going to happen. Are we phase four? Are we equivalent to freaking the Dodger stadium? You right. shitting me? Like we, I have, I have a $60,000 purchase order to have to buy personal protective equipment. Like we're freaking Mad Max shit. Like we've got to put face shields on and masks and oh, they're going to wear gloves and a massage and they six feet apart. How do you massage someone six feet apart? <laughs> it's challenging, challenging. With a rake, with a rake and a broom. <laughs> I just, you know, it's just crazy. There, there's an element and, you know, it's hard too. Cause in our household, our daughter is, uh, she's 15 and she's very liberal and my husband is not. And I'm more moderate. I kind of sit, we talk about this. I sit yeah. kind of more in the middle. I'm more, you know, I lean more fiscally, uh, more capitalistic. And then I lean more, um, more democratic when it comes to social things. So, but man, eight weeks in quarantine with these two fuckers, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Okay. I think I want coronavirus. Here's me. Here's me. All right. Somebody who has it. I need you to spit in my mouth. Because I need to get away from them. I mean, that's not funny, but it really was how I felt one day. I was just like, if the two of you cannot sit and eat a sandwich together without getting into it about some bullshit that none of you have control over, right? <laughs> I'm going to leave the two of you to the wolves. Right. You're done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you guys are handling it, having everyone at home all at once. I'd love to hear about that. How's that going? Uh, it's actually not, a, not bad. I am pleasantly surprised. I thought, um, that Bert and I would have killed each other by now, but yeah. we really haven't. I had a couple of days, probably a month ago where I was like, um, I'm kind of done, but we never had an argument. And then a couple of days ago, Bert was that way. And Bert was blaming me saying I was being that way when he was actually the one being that way. And we're in the pool. <laughs> And it says something really shitty to me and Isla's sitting right outside the pool and Bert and I are in the pool and he said something really shitty. And I went, hold on, let me just tell you that I don't, I don't like that. Like, don't, don't, don't do that to me. Don't talk to me like that. Right. And he goes, okay, I get it. I get it. And I went, no, 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 I don't think you get it because you do this in this example. I don't even remember what we were talking about, right. but this example and this example. And he goes, enough, enough. And I went, oh, let me ask you something. If you were telling me something that you were really feeling and really emotional about, and I went, enough, what would your reaction be? And uh -huh. he literally just be this. Be this. In the pool. He went like this yeah. underwater, like a child. And he came back up like this. And I went, Roy. enough, enough. And he kept enough. sinking. And Isla and I just kept going. Every time he talked, we'd go, enough. And then oh, man. it snapped him out of that funky mood yeah. because he was like, wait a minute. I think I'm the asshole in the room. <laughs> I think it's been me. It's not but her. He's so good at that, though. He is good. He, he is, is good, good at, at seeing yeah. himself when, yeah. when he's not, you know, like when he's not in it. Like yeah. Doug, um, <laughs> my husband <laughs> doesn't <laughs> do any of this. No, he does the opposite. If I went, okay, let's just play that scenario. If I said, hey, listen, you know, I, I really don't like that. He'd be like this. Oh, God, really? Oh, like, <laughs> oh, I remember one time I said something. He was like, okay, stop the psycho babble bullshit. <laughs> psycho babble <sighs> bullshit. <sighs> and I went, and I went like, okay. all right, some of us need that, don't we? We need a little bit of psycho babble bullshit because somebody <laughs> psycho 
and needs to be told. And that's through babbling bullshit to the psycho. I mean, hey, we, the psycho has a bunch of bullshit, right? Maybe this is all for you. Yeah, right? You can't see. Yeah, I've had to say that to him before. Like I said one time, I go, if I said to you what you said to me, yeah. this would be a no. We wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, It'd yeah. be over because yeah. you wouldn't put up with that shit. You yeah, already so told me. Like, like if, if I talk to him, my mom talks to my stepdad or something, he was like, that, that's a hard out. That's a no. That's a never going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, come on, come on. I mean, like a little chihuahua. He was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I said, well, I don't do that. I don't bark. You know right. what I'm saying? I'll bite. I don't bark. I don't, I'm not a little nag. Now, you know. I've heard men say that, you know, well, my wife was asking about the trash and this. I'm like, is that a nag or was she just saying, hey, you're going to take it out? Because if you don't, I will. But I thought we kind of had this unspoken deal. I do this. You do that. We don't have to talk about it. So once you do your shit, because I continue my shit, is that a nag? Or is I'm, I'm just pointing out some relevant facts. Right. right. So, <laughs> but they hear it as that. a nag, no matter how you deliver it. Yeah. And I told him, that. I said, when does a nag become the reality check? Like what? Is it just because I'm a chick that's a nag? If it was a guy, would it be a nag? Or if right. it was a guy, would it just be, oh, dude, sorry? Like, what? When does it? But when do you take responsibility for the fact that you didn't do what you said you were going to do? Instead of that's making right. it my fault for complaining about you not doing what you said you're going to do. Deflection, deflection, deflection. Get off. Get off. I love that. I might have to use that. Asshole. Enough. When he did that, I was like, okay. With the finger. And I, well, you're so calm and chill. I could see you being like, I, I could see the Georgian Southern girl being like this. Did he? Oh, I know, right? Did he? I did. I was like, oh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> you, oh. you turned into like, all right, two snaps, and you are not going to shush me with a finger. Right? <laughs> Yeah, you married the wrong bitch. Right? No. <laughs> turned into Housewives of Atlanta real quick. Well, I did, though, go very calm and go, just let me ask you a question. Yeah, see? If you did Therapy that, to, if I did that to you, what would you oh. do? Instead of being like, what the fuck? You know, and blowing up. Yeah. what I wanted to do inside my body. Well, because that, but you know what that does. Beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep, and you got in quarantine. No, he just, to go. anytime I... Anytime I escalate, he escalates his victim, right? Oh, yeah. So if yeah. I say, this pisses me off, he'll go, well, this is why I'm victimized by you being pissed off. So sure. I can never yeah. go that route. And mm-hmm. I want to so badly to oh. just fucking light him up. To oh. just go, yeah, da, 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 da. Not like a koala, more like a Rottweiler. That's now, right. Let me just rip you apart. And I can't yeah. do it. Because mm-hmm. the then he's victimized by the ripping apart, and he doesn't hear. Well, it's a cycle, right? It's a big old circle, and yeah. then you're like, "Oh, I can't get to," and then yeah. you have to constantly be walking the line of like, "Well, how do I best get from them?" What it's it's like what you do when you're an employer. It's like, "Well, how do I get what's best for the business, the best for them, so they can feel heard and they can." And sometimes inside you want to go, "How about this? How about these apples?" <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is that going to work for you? You like that? For me. Because I loved it. You know? It must have felt really good for you to say enough to me when you were here. I want to hear. Felt great. I wish I could do that back, but I cannot. Yes. Yes. It would be 
ridiculous. He would well, go to the moon. Yeah, no, it's like it's it would be Kawasaki. I mean, it would be really bad. It would be yeah. just an explosion. And you're yeah. what you're doing is going. Oh, I choose happy over being right. Yeah. So I'm going to try to be happy and not be right. But yeah, oh, sometimes it feels good to be just right. <laughs> I know. I do that with my daughter sometimes. I find that I, with Doug, I'll, I will, I will, I will pull back yeah. with him because I kind of know how that's going to roll. With Avery, though, I'm just like, Mm-mm, I'm going at it. I'm gonna yeah. go right for the jugular, <laughs> not because I want to, but more because I want to show her that I can. There's something weird about it, and I notice it in myself too. Like I want, I want her to know that I can do this don't ever mistake the kindness for weakness that's a it's a major landmine for me like <laughs> yeah right like just to let her know like your mom's got it and you don't think you're pulling anything over this one right here but the sad part with a kid with Asperger's is they're not trying to pull anything they're yeah. literally saying exactly what they think is right and what yeah. they feel they're super literal right oh uh, so literal ad nauseum it, it's so literal that sometimes you go you really, I mean, you really, is that what you really heard? Because right. that's not what I said. I mean, that's right. not anything, but there's no reading in between the lines. There's no right. feeling how you're feeling. Right. Did I tell you the time? I think I did. I don't know if I said it on the last time we were together, but I had, I had, I thought I had kidney stones. Like it was so bad. I thought I was either having a heart attack or some, something was awry. And what it was, it was a urinary tract infection that had gone up to my kidneys. I didn't even know. I had no idea. All of a sudden, I was like, I don't feel too good. I was picking her up from school. She was in middle school. I'm driving her. And all of a sudden, I don't know if you've ever had a kidney infection or something, or if you take a full breath, it's sharp and feels like you're being stabbed with a knife in your your kidney. But it feels like your lungs or something. So you're going like this. Like you're having a baby. And I'm driving with her. And I'm telling her, hey, I need to drive to this urgent care right now. Because I'm, I think I'm either having a heart attack or something's happening. I'm sweating. I mean, it was bad. And I'm going, and it hurts so bad to breathe. So I'm like crying. And it's see, and this was when she was 13. And this is before she was diagnosed with Asperger's. I should have known then what we were dealing with because <laughs> she, she goes, this is her. Okay, you're me. This is her driving. I guess so I'm going to have to, I've, I've got to go. I'm like, crying. I have to go pull over. I got to, I got to get to the surgeon care. I got to see what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong. So we're not going to go home first. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, can't you just drop me off there first? It's like 10 minutes from home. I, <laughs> I guess I can wait in the car, right? I can wait in the car while you go to urgent care. I'm like this. This is me. What did you just say? <laughs> are you, are you? Hold on. Sorry, I can't take a full breath. As I'm driving you, did you just ask me if I can drop you off home because you're going to be inconvenienced? <laughs> but you can't eat your fucking animal crackers when you get home. Oh. I mean, like, right. I, and I remember pulling right. in, and I was so upset at that when we got home, and she still, you know, they're dead pan. Huh? She didn't say anything like, "I'm so sorry." I, I'm, I didn't know when they just diagnosed you with a kidney infection, had to give you a shot and your ass is big. And when you were had a fever of 102, I didn't realize that that was so inconsiderate of me. Right. No. <laughs> so when we get home and I just went to her, I said, let's go here. And she was like, why? 
I don't understand what did I do? Why are you so mad at me? I go, because your lack of empathy and your lack of being able to understand the pain that I was suffering from is so unacceptable to me at a core deep level that I physically want to harm you right now. I'm <laughs> trying not to, like I'm physically recoiling because if I do, I'm going to come at you like a tiger and I'm going to shred your face off. So I just need you to go upstairs, but I need to have my animal crackers. I'll fucking feed you animal crackers. <laughs> I'll feed them to you. Right a whole bag of them and shove them in your throat. And people be like, you're such a horrible mother. No, I'm just real. Cause that's how I felt. <laughs> and then she's like, God, you're so violent. I've never put my hands on you like that. I'm just vocalizing so that I can get it out in the open. It was really bad. And then later she said something like, I just didn't know how serious you were. I mean, sometimes you're more dramatic. I was like, I was crying. Like, I'm not making these up. Like, I'll have a kidney infection. I, I couldn't breathe. She's like, I just didn't know. Like, well, I don't know how to teach you to read people's body language. You know, when I'm doubled over and going, like, I'm not faking it. So you can go, I wonder what's wrong with mom. It was weird. And then, of course, two years later, we find out, no, actually, in fact, she literally can't understand that. She doesn't right. see it. Yeah. Right. It was just so weird watching her go, I mean, can you just leave it home first? I was like, <laughs> And you literally have, I go, mm, how do I, through the <laughs> right? Oh my like, God. How did I raise this? How did I raise right. this? Really, you, you know, nothing you did though. It's how she's wired. It's how, it's how she's, she's made. Wired. Yeah, it it's, is. And it can make you crazy. So yeah. what, anything good come out of this quarantine? <laughs> you mean the one we're still in? Yeah. Um, we're actively in. I'll be like, no, talk to me in like three weeks. Um, well, what is good is I did cook more. I hate cooking. And we talked about that. I have like my two dishes. So I did cook more. I got HelloFresh, which I love because, yeah. and I've tried the other ones, Blue Apron and other things. I didn't like it. It was too difficult. Like I don't cook. So I don't do well when they're like, yeah, I'll splash of this and that. I don't tell me how much because a splash to me <laughs> is a pinch yeah, is keep a pinch that right. It's a, a pinch that I don't know. And I'm very literal funny when it comes to cooking, but I was cooking more except the amount of dishes oh. that I'm doing every day. You have two kids, but your husband cooks. So Bert's like really good cooking. You love to cook. You're very good at cooking. Uh-uh. Well, not the gene. Yeah. You, I told you WT. That's what I had. We the dishes. <laughs> Out of control. I mean, I'm running the dishwasher. At least two times a day, sometimes three. Yes. And it's no one undoes it. Everyone looks at me like, are they clean? I can't tell. I'm like, yeah. open it up. Yeah. We had a family summit last night where <laughs> everybody sat down and we were like, new normal starting Monday. Everyone's yeah. out of bed by 10. Because I don't know about oh. your house, but my people are sleeping the day away. My Even daughter sleeps until 1230. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> I slept till 2.30 one day. I slept till 2.30. I was like, I'm just going to let her go and see how long she'll but actually. I, it, I almost did that the other day, but then I was like, no, no. Something about it makes me mad. Like I go, 12.30? I'm a teenager. We need that. Then don't go to bed at three in the morning. Right. What are you doing? Because you don't have your phone. You don't have electronics. I know. Right. I locked that shit down. Right. What, what are you doing? Are you staring outside? What are you doing for three <laughs> hours in the middle of the night? Is she drawing? What is she doing? Yeah. Well, no, because she can't have an electronic and she draws on her iPad. Well, I don't know, but we dug that up at five in the morning once and he saw the light under her door and he was like, what? And he goes, 
She's up five in the morning. I was like, you act like a crackhead. You're a crackhead. Oh like my you're God. literally the kid on crack because <laughs> nothing good happens it's from 12 to five in the morning. Nothing good happens. Everything bad in life <laughs> is in that window. <laughs> right. So what are you doing? Right. Uh-huh. Like she was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, but you understand how this looks. Like if I was an outsider looking at me like, well, what is that 15 year old doing up at five in the morning? I'm like, you look like you're like, like basing. Like, well, how can you <laughs> stay up right? all day? I don't understand it. And she's like, uh, I was reading. I was this. And I'm like, it'd be so different if she wasn't being honest because she was just reading. Yeah. Because I'm a detective and up in her butthole. That I would know if she was yeah. doing anything not legit, you know? Yeah. Uh, and thank God she isn't, because if I had the kid, and she said that to me once, she said, I mean, just be grateful. You, I'm a good kid. Like, I don't do anything. I'm like, because that kid would be shaved head in our military school. There right. would be, I don't, I don't even bring the two in the same frame of reference because I wouldn't have that kid. Yeah. That kid would be over somewhere else. Someone else would be raising them because you would get pulled from my house because it wouldn't work, right? right? If you were the kid sneaking out and smoking crack and doing drugs or, hooking up with the boys outside. I can't, I can't. Mine, I'm like, what are you doing? It's three in the morning. What are you, you're, you're not on your phone. Are you reading? What are you reading? And I'm thinking, <laughs> what are you reading? Am I going to find like marijuana stuck inside the book? Right. I'm reading how, the- would, how would she ever even get anything like that? I mean, you guys she don't, <laughs> she wouldn't be able to. No. 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 My love, see, because I'm such, I was raised by such, you know, my mother was like, Sniffing. My mom could hear and sniff. She was like a dog. She could sniff and hear <laughs> anything all day. And I literally always think that Avery's going to be up to something. But after this long a time, I'm always like, damn, she just isn't. So That's but good. it still makes me mad. It makes, yeah. But it still makes me mad that she's still like disobedient oh. when I'm like, go to bed. Why yeah. are you up? I'm just a night Does she have school? Does she have school? They've got this online school. And my yeah. daughter online is literally death for her. She's still getting straight A's, but she puts everything off until the last possible second because yeah. she doesn't believe that oh, it's all going to work. Like, what if the internet goes out? Well, I guess I just deal with that. I, how do you instill work ethic and saying, just get it done early and reward yourself after? Doug always talks about the cheese, the mouse and the cheese. This is our yeah. household conversation. Don't give yourself the cheese before the mouse gets to the race. You need to be the mouse running to get the cheese. And she's yeah. like, enough with the cheese and the mouse. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're gobbling up the cheddar. Right, and then you're fat and happy, going. I don't even need to run the race because I got the cheese. Uh, right. I don't know how you teach that. It is really hard, and part of it is just their age. You know, they just yeah. don't. It's, that's just who they are. I mean, that's what teenagers do. We have I online know. school too. Georgia's is um, fairly regimented. Like she had a class this morning at eight forty-five, but it's not oh, that man. way every day. You know, some days yeah. she doesn't have class till eleven. So the good and the bad about that is. Um, not every day is the same, but sometimes yeah. that's bad because then it's hard to keep up with stuff. Yeah. So Isla's first class every day is at 11. So at least I'm getting her up. She was waking up at 10 50. Yeah. Five. She's Avery. She's Avery. And yeah. I'm they like, have that same brain of like, what's the least amount? Yes. What's the last second? Because yes. why would I have? I don't care. What do I have Avery at the last second in yeah. her school? It's a, it's a STEM school and they're just like, because legally they, it's not private. So they can't regimen everybody because not everybody has computers and not everybody has internet. 
so yeah. leaguer they can't even give him a break. You know, they're offering her at the end of this year. They're like, well, you can get pass or fail if you want that. And this is what your grade average would be. And she's taking honors and some college classes, which would put her at like a 4.6 mm-hmm. grade point average weighted. Or you could just take your grades, which will, they won't give you the college credit because I, there was all this whack of thing. And she was like, what should I do? And I went, well, go where the highest GPA will be. I mean, for yourself, like, yeah. But it's what's shocking to me for her is she doesn't have to log in and do a Zoom. They're not doing roll call. They're not doing attendance because they legally can't. Interesting. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. our problem is that she, and what does she do? I go, but, but you have a computer and we do have internet. Yeah. So you need to be doing your part. And she was like, yeah, but not everyone has to. And it's not the rule. So if I don't have to, I'm not gonna and won't and will not. Well, Isla, I've told this story before on the podcast, but I'll tell you because you'll get a kick out of it. PE. Yeah. Was requiring that you keep a log of your nutrition, your water and your workout. And they're asking you to work out for like half an hour a day. Um, and so I thought that was great. I, d- I thought it was stupid and great. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah. good to say, Hey, you need to work out, you need to move and you need to eat well. well yeah. Cause here. you're sitting on your butt and yeah. watching and, do, yeah. and doing that, but it's extra work and she has so much work. And so I, I had mixed feelings about it, but in the beginning when that popped up on her Schoology, which is their online portal, she yeah. went, Oh, I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm already into my high school, so it doesn't matter. I'll take the zero. And I went, yeah, we're not, that's not what we're doing. Like, you can't do choice. that. You can't. A choice in there. No, your teacher is saying this is your assignment, so you will be doing that. She was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not doing it. And I was like, I went to Bert and I was like, what do I do? Like, part of me goes, she's right. I mean, she's already into high school. She doesn't need the grade. It's a bunch of bullshit work for her. But she has to do it because if your boss says, I need a log of every minute that you shit and piss, then you have to fucking do it. Right. So, or what's the consequence? You don't keep your job. And, and my right. daughter, like I would probably would say, but this isn't a job. And it's I'm good with it that. Is your exactly. Job. Exactly. Yes. So Bert said, Bert was really smart with this. He said, just let her do it. Let her take the zero and see what she does. And I went, okay. So oh, that would be so hard. It was so hard for me. It was so hard. So. She's supposed to. You're accepting failure. You're accepting failure. You're breaking the rules. You're breaking the rules. This is not how life works. I'm supposed to be teaching her how life works, and I'm totally teaching her. Oh my god! So I'm coming undone on the inside, right? So we're. She's supposed to fill out the log for the previous week on Monday, right? So she does Monday through Friday. She fills out on the following Monday. So the following Monday came around, and I'm helping her go through her stuff. This is in the beginning, so I'm helping her really figure out how everything works. I go, oh, okay, your PE log but you're taking the zero. So this is okay. And she goes, well, maybe I, maybe I, maybe I don't want the zero. And I went, okay, well then what are you going to do? We didn't keep the log. You didn't want to keep the log. And she was like, let me see if I can remember everything I ate. So she made up the, she did a 80% accurate, 20% yeah. fiction sure. log. Yeah. And then I said, well, well you had decided you wanted to take the zero. So what happened? She was like, well, I just, I feel like that's not the right choice. And I went, yes. Oh my God. So she learned so you're so it. good. You're so patient. Oh, you're so good. It was good. so hard. I it was couldn't. so hard. I could not. I'm telling everyone right now that's <laughs> not in my DNA. 
impossible because I would have every scenario laid out to her about how much of a failure that looks like and right. what is that going to do for her in life later. Right. And then she would have to justify it the whole time. And I'm like, well, it really doesn't matter because I mean, who really cares if I don't work out or I do? And it would get into this like monotone yeah, yeah. and I, uh, but Bert yeah. was right. He was right. Bert said, let her, let her do it and see what happens. And you know what happened is it made her easier with the rest of her classes. I think huh. it made her, because I kept saying to her, this isn't about your grade. You know, what you learn in eighth grade repeats in 10th grade. So mm-hmm. if you don't learn what's going on now in 10th grade, you're going to have a terrible time because it's we'll be out yeah. of this quarantine. Two years from now, we'll be out of this. You'll be in a classroom going, what is a compound in right. chemistry? What is a chemical compound? I don't understand any of this algebra. Right. Who was the first president of the United States? Not that she would learn that, but you know what I mean? No, but so we're yeah, talking about it history. Yeah. And so I was like, this is why we have to do this work. It's not about your grade. It's not even right. about turning it in. It's because mm-hmm. 10th grade builds on eighth grade, sixth grade yep. built on uh, eighth grade built on sixth grade. If you don't do that, then you're lost. And that's yeah. the way life works. Like if you don't sure. do the log, the boss asked you when he asked you a question and you don't have the log, you can't answer the question. Right. That's right. That's right. 100%. So in this summit we had yesterday, we sat down and I was like, listen, I'm doing all of the housework by myself. And that's not fair. Four people mm-hmm. are living here all day long. It was right. more fair when you were going to school, but you're in school like two hours a day. You have no yeah. outs- you have no softball. We have no piano. We have no tennis. Nothing's good. There is no reason why I'm doing everything totally by myself. Right. So this is going to stop and you're going to start taking on more responsibilities. Each girl is cooking one meal, one dinner a week that they tell me what they're cooking. We get the groceries and they cook it. Nice. They're going to be cleaning the kitchen every single night. They would clean it here and there. Yeah. But you probably had to ask and you had to like, make yes, it. like come on, somebody else. Yeah. Walking the dogs every day, but I'd have them walk the dogs a couple days a week. And then I'd do a couple days because I go, oh, well, you know, I hate to ask them every day and I'm spoiling them. I'm totally spoiling them. Wrong. Yeah. yeah I so hear you. Last night. It's such we a fine like, line. It is. We're up at 10. We're on the treadmill every day. You're going to spend 15 minutes in the sun at least every day. Cause I was like a fucking vampire. That kid is like a vampire. She's white yeah. as a sheet. Totally. She never looks, goes you can see their blood flowing in their yes, bodies. Their veins. Yes. She's like a vampire. So yes. we were like, it's over. If we're going to be locked down until the end of July like this, we can't let you continue on like this. You have to take some responsibility for what's going on in this household because yep. you're part of it. And you have to take some responsibility for your own health and well-being. And this yeah. is how it's going to happen. And so day one, Bert's supposed to wake him up at 10 because we'll start, <laughs> still probably be talking. George is already up and in class. But Isla has to get up because she has an 11 o'clock class. So I want her up at 10, eating something, yes. moving a little bit. Move your body. Either walk a dog or get on the treadmill. Your choice. I don't care. Do something. But yeah. move before you start class. Because you know what she started doing last week? <laughs> so I was waking her up. I think she, in her defense, about two weeks ago, she started showing some signs of a little light depression, which is completely mm-hmm. normal. She's totally yeah. isolated from her peers. She has Surely. no routine that 
not really. And she's, she's really used to, she's super social. She's a highly yeah. social human being. And she has, she's like Bert too, right? She's got a lot of Bert in her yes. like, entertainer. Yes. She's, she just is really social. So it, the, the rubber kind of met the road about two weeks ago and she started really having a very hard time getting up, not wanting to eat, not wanting to go outside, not changing clothes, not mm-hmm. taking a bath, yep. not brushing your hair. For whatever reason, she brushed her teeth every day, but that was kind of the minimum. And she changed her underwear. Other than that, that's, it. that's all you get. Yeah. So we were yeah. like, okay. Uh, so I start waking her up. And like I said, she was getting up like five minutes before class. So one day I go in and she's in the top bunk and she's clearly asleep. And I can hear her teacher on the, the thing. And I go, Isla, you're sleeping oh, in class. Man. You have to sit up. And she sits up and she goes, oh no, mom, I hit record. It's okay. So she was recording her class and sleeping through it. And I was like, that's not how it works. Up. You got to get up. You got to sit oh up. God. I let you stay in the top bunk because you would sit up in your top bunk and you, it's fine, but you're, yeah. you can't just go back to freaking sleep. She went you totally back cheat. to sleep and yep. recorded the zoom and then and couldn't find out. where to sit. Find, then she couldn't find it. Oh. So she recorded it, but couldn't watch it because she couldn't find it. And I was like, uh. Not a, plan, not a well thought out plan. Didn't didn't think that went through. See, Avery and I would have a lot in common with that because it's 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 weird because like Avery's a non manipulator. Like it's just very black and white, right? But she would figure that out. And, and then and then if I would say to her like, "Get up! What are you doing? You can't do this." She'd be like, "Do we have a rule that's?" I didn't know that that if it isn't like her staying up till five in the morning. I didn't think I had to make a rule that said, "And don't be an asshole." Yeah, stay up till five in the morning like a crackhead. I didn't know that that was part of what I had to write down. Like, don't do, dr- I mean, do I really need to write that? Make sure you wipe from front to back. And do I need, there's a little bit of like, and you should wash your vagina every day. <laughs> right. She would die. She would die. And but no, this whole, like, this is a, the greasy, the, I hugged her the other day and I was like, you need to, you need to <laughs> burn that shirt because right. I did not cook an onion dish tonight and you smell like a pot of onions. Yeah. You don't smell that? Yeah. I don't smell bad. You smell endless. Maybe you've gotten used why. to it. <laughs> I'm like, your whole room has a little bit of an air of onions. Yes. Well, where'd you order it every day? It doesn't count when you keep layering it on. Yeah. You need to get it to, get it to base camp, right? Yeah. Clean it, scrub it, limit it up. I don't care. Acid yeah. it down something started yeah, over we, it drives me crazy and and then and then like you know we're here and, and we can't I've been the one going out to the grocery store or I went to Target Avery hasn't gone anywhere in two months so I took her to Target with me and you know we had the mask and all that and they're doing the the waiting at the door and then they let a certain amount of people come in and I just was funny enough two weeks ago though you could totally go into Target no problem and then two weeks later, I'm like, oh, so two weeks ago, I was, I was totally safe. And now I'm not like, come on, get your shit together. Like it, it either is or isn't. I just, I think a lot of it is a lot of it's up here, not there. And is it real? Is it, I mean, we know it's real, uh, but I mean like, you know, the, all of the, it's theatrical. There's a lot of theatrics going on, right? Like we talk about for my company, when we come back online, we have this whole thing. I mean, we've been taking webinars and meetings and meetings with meetings about, how we're going to introduce spas into people and our therapists are going to get temperature gauged. And then we're going to have to have face shields for estheticians. And then everyone, all of our staff wear masks. And then we have to have a 
shield between the front desk and them. It just, it's like my max, seriously. And, and they all will feel better doing that. But then you're going to get the customer. You're going to get the one who's an asshole that comes yeah. in and is like, I'm not wearing a mask. Well, I yeah. can't enforce that really right. um, because you can get sued right. um, because you're, you could be non-compliant with ADA laws. If they right. say, well, I've got a medical condition and I don't have to divulge it for HIPAA law. Right. Oh my God. Then don't come in with that damn spa. I mean, you know, but what do you do? So <laughs> I took Avery in the Target and we're walking around and, and literally 50% of the people in there weren't wearing masks. They don't, you know, and, and so you're looking around and it was so weird. It like one day it just clipped where all of a sudden everyone was wearing a mask. And then when someone isn't, you're like, oh, I wonder why they're not. <laughs> and you start seeing this whole shift. Yeah. Um, it's just strange. All of this that we're, that we're in right now. And you talk about depression and Avery and I've talked about, you know, Avery and, and Doug suffer from that. And I don't, but a week and a half ago, I, I had where I literally was like, oh my God, this is what that feels like. Mm-hmm. I felt the wave come over me of, I just, I, I have to fall asleep right now. Yeah. Like I, it was seven o'clock in the evening. We had just been on calls all day long. It just hammered with emails and all night long getting hammered with emails and questions and we're and I literally was like my body wanted to shut down it just was like go to sleep just go to sleep because your cortisol levels are off the charts you know you're in constant adaptation mode of how are we going to do this well what about this how are we going to afford that if you move this okay well if I can't pay my rent in this I mean it is insane yeah and you just you just walk it and and like I was telling you I think we're going to really see my fear for everybody is that August when unemployment runs out right July 25th, the extra stimulus is $600 a week where most of my staff are making more than they did because, you know, if they part-time or something, what then, you know, then what? Right. I think they'll be forced to open. I think they'll be forced to open up. And, you know, I'm I'm curious to see what happens in Georgia because they they are really open and, um, and I'm curious about it. I don't necessarily think it's a wrong idea. I don't know. I don't know that we have. I don't think anybody knows. I don't think anybody knows. And I think somebody had to be the guinea pig too. Somebody had to be. And thank you, Georgia, for doing that in a certain way, you know, and people may be so incensed about them making that choice. But I think what they are doing is making the choice, making the choice to um, put the decision in an individual's hands and to say, we need our economy because we can't sustain this. This is unsustainable. I mean, I'm just reading into it. I haven't heard Mr. Kemp talk about any of this specifically. Maybe he has, but I I haven't, I haven't been really watching him in the news at all. But I think, you know, it's just a, it's a a slightly different paradigm and saying, well, what are, what, what is the cost of us staying quarantined? The cost is all these people go completely under and how do we how do we ethically say guess you go under i mean you know and there's how many deaths and how many deaths will come out of that that's exactly. what we were talking about there's about so much mis- i mean mental illness suicide you you give people no 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 purpose to live and they can't feed their families you talk yeah. about pride you talk about just an escapism for people um and it ruins we will lives. see them they'll die and, and so you go okay which which death is one is, is preventable. Yeah. One, one is if I'm at high risk, potentially 
I won't go out. You know what I mean? If I, if I had an issue, I wouldn't go out. My child did. And I get that. If we started seeing everything would be different. If we saw that children were highly susceptible to this, you know what I mean? Like we're talking majority of the deaths have been older people past 65, usually had an underlying condition. What I don't like is when media you know, it really makes you look at the media and it makes you all, all of them, right? Left, center, doesn't matter. All of them, you go, here's a question. Flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Hydrochloroquine, ZPAC, remdesivir, all these conversations. I haven't heard the word hydrochloroquine and ZPAC in weeks. Yeah. Not weeks. This was something that was on, it's a $20 malaria drug. Haven't heard it mentioned in the news at all, unless it was tied to Trump and they wanted to try to get him. It's like, now, remdesivir, they did talk about, I heard one story on it in for the past week. Right. That's it. And you're like, if this drug has been FDA rushed and approved for its immediate release, and they gave 1.5 million doses out, and it has been proven in the case studies, 31% of those that have it were healing faster with this drug. Give it to them. Like, yeah. So yeah. what? And no, and, and there's no praise of that, right? There's no, right, right. there's an element here of like, what, what is the powers that keep you down too? Yes. There's an element of yes. that. I the agree. Powerful and weak. I weak agree. And powerful. Yeah. And it really is fucked up. You know, Scary. I, I saw when this first started, I think it was before actually we were totally locked down. It's when Bert's shows had been canceled and he was driving here. So it was probably before mid-March, early March. I watched this YouTube video with Dr. Drew talking about this. And he said, you know, we have to keep this in perspective, something to this. I'm totally paraphrasing, but he was like, we have to keep this in perspective. Two years ago, we lost 80,000 people to influenza. Right. So this, we have to, he said, I think the media is making this such a fear-based panic that we, we have to remember we have something else called influenza that takes a lot of people as well. We have a vaccine for it and it still takes people. So I think one of the pathways out of this is to shift our, our perspective into this is a new type of influenza, even though it's not flu, but everybody gets vaccinated. I got the flu shot and still got the flu. So, and I didn't get the flu shot. And I think in December I could swear to God, I got coronavirus because I was sick as shit and got seven people sick around me. And I never, I don't get the flu. I have it. I don't even get the flu shot. Right. So, so I was like, and then a month or so later, Dr. Drew got totally destroyed for saying that in the video saying he was underreacting, that he was giving people information so that they wouldn't take this seriously. And he had to actually like publicly apologize. And I thought, of course he did. That is bullshit because he's right. He's right. We are yeah. now, we've now passed into like 88,000. We're at 89 and change. But Something today like there's that. only 700 deaths instead of 1,700. Right. right? So, so but is it going to pick up? Yeah. But the body, what did, what has happened since the 1918 influenza epidemic? That's similar to this. Our bodies have gotten uh, our immune system so that they can fight the flu better. We have a vaccine and we still lose people. And we don't want to totally. lose anybody ever for any reason ever. Right. But how much of that can we really control because not to be religious, but God is part of this in my opinion. And so at a certain point you have to go, you have to be mindful 
you have to I, don't go to Target and then immediately go to see your 89-year-old grandmother. That's right. stupid, okay? Right. Then don't yeah. fucking do that. Go right. to Target, shower, go see Walk your grandmother your after that. Yes. Right. May, right. Use Wear your mask brain. to your grandmothers, don't, maybe. Yes, don't take your grandmother to freaking McDonald's for her uh, Mother's Day. Birthday. You know, <laughs> you don't do that. Do you're that. a piece of shit. Exactly. You grandmother to McDonald's. Right, right. Well, you never know. You never know. Corona. People such a background. You never know. But know. you know what I mean? You don't take yeah. You just no. now you have to you, think about that differently. And if you think about it differently, then you're doing yeah. your best, right? Totally. Just, all you can do is your best. But we can't let, is every, not every single industry. Some industries are thriving right now. I mean, 100%. Amazon is. Amazon's killing it. UPS, FedEx, Chewy. everywhere. Any, any sanitizer company, yep. um, you know, I mean, we, we did our part by trying to create one too, just so we could stay afloat. Um, and, and people need to know something, FYI, sanitizer, like this stuff smells like shit. It's going to smell like tequila. It does not. On a track. Oh. Oh, I didn't think it smelled that bad. And I actually oh. really like it because you can spray it on and rub yeah. it. I love your hand sanitizer. I think it's oh, awesome. Good. And yeah, I have people even, have written me like, this stinks. I don't like it. I'm like, did you read on there that we're following the FDA and we have to for regulations? We can't add any. You can add essential oil too. We can't. It's going to smell like tequila. It's going to remind you of Cancun, 1992. <laughs> and Fat Tuesdays, Up at the Bar, <laughs> Daisy Dukes, and possibly um, dancing to, you know, I don't know, any kind of song that had 95 South in it. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it has. It's definitely got, you can smell the alcohol in it. This is 80% alcohol. Because you can't put regular plain old alcohol in your hand. You burn your freaking hands off. And, but that's what we did. We shifted as quick as we could. And getting your hands on that stuff was insane. It's like right now you can't find a Clorox wipe to save your life. Like you can't find the tub and they won't be in for the near future. Um, They just weren't expecting it. So yeah, some companies are killing it right now. And you have to cut, I mean, you know, my entrepreneur stuff was like, what do we do? What do we do? Because our industry got hammered, right? Oh, We're up there down. with hotel industry restaurant yep. to shut down. And then yep. they're like, well, they keep calling it massage parlors, which is so bad. Because massage parlor to me means anything extra. I know, I'm right? A little bit of something. <laughs> that's, I'm like, parlor? How about <laughs> therapeutic massage that does not include any glute or uh, any type of rubbing of anything that is not legitimately a sports massage of any kind. It just uh, you know when when it's when not rubbing for sport. It. That's it's him. sports rubbing, not rubbing for sport, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you know, teaches them. But there's a level where when they kept coming on the news, and even Governor DeSantis and he had Kemp going. I mean, you know, it's okay. Get get massage parlors. I'm like. Huh. Because <laughs> all of us in the industry be like, can you just say if spa. you perform spa cosmetology services, they just keep right. going, you know, maybe you need to get rubbed down. Like, oh, <laughs> no, no, there's no rubbing down of anything. There's no rubbing <sighs> upward down of anything of right. any kind. No rubbing up and down. No, disgusting. But yeah, it's um all of this, all that we're talking about is just it's. It's scary and everybody's experiencing it in a different way. A lot of people I know are still able to work. They're teleconferencing, but they're still working. Their paychecks are still coming in. For a lot and I, we have no paycheck. We're on unemployment right now. And and I'm very grateful for the unemployment. I mean, really grateful for it. You know, it's it's enough to sustain for the deferment time that we have. But in July, all the mortgages become due, right? 
all of the leases that we have come due, the car lease, um, then the spas that I have in California, those are going to be due. I've got to talk to an attorney now to see, talk to them because if we're in 2008 kind of money, then the rent should be 2008 kind of rent. Right. Because how do you not? I mean, you can't charge what 2020 was supposed when we're here. Same yeah. with them, with a landlord. They should be going to the bank and being like, hey, the what value can, of our yeah. property isn't that now, you know? Right. It just sucks all the way around. We were having such a good year. You know, yeah. it was like everything was looking out. I mean, Bert just had just done his Netflix. He was just about, I mean, thank God everyone's at home. I, I'm hoping for you guys that that must have been a, a bonus, but it's, it's him going on the road to support yeah. that must have been very devastating. You know? Yes. You know, his main source of income is uh, the road. So, um, yeah, it was, we are blessed that he has three podcasts that can take care of our mortgages, car payments, uh, private school, um, grow, you know, our, all of our basic needs also, but, but, um, and you know, because he's not on the road, we spend a lot less money. We're not renting a bus. We're not paying, you know, a bus driver. yeah, Yeah. So, so our overhead is drastically reduced when he's not on the road, but Right. I mean, it has significantly impacted our our year end earnings. Oh. Will be totally oh. different, and you know they're saying he won't be able to go back on the road until April. Why is that? If, if they're going to allow in phase four or whatever in California specifically, but if they're allowing people to gather eventually, how come he can't? And like a um, because the stadium? crowds, because that is like basically. Even though he's in like 2,000, 3,000 seaters, yeah. that's lumped with stadiums. So, and they're saying stadiums, maybe not till April. How can they fucking say that? April? But, but the thing is, you can play a football game, NFL, with no fans. It's not as fun, but you can do that. You can't right. do a stand-up show with no fans. You can't it's, do that. It's, yeah, I can run a retail boutique and control people coming in. Yeah. The only people really coming into the repo, retail boutique are the ones that were getting the treatment. Yeah. So chicken in the egg. And we can't yes. give a massage yes. to someone uh, without touching them, you know? Yes. And, uh, so you and Bert are in kind of the same boat. The only yeah, way yeah. Bert will go back to work in the way that we knew it before is when we're wide open, when we're totally. I know. Open. Well, you and got people so, laughing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. When there are micro droplets everywhere. <laughs> yep. It's it, yeah, and people are always drunk, so they're always sloppy with their self-care. So you know <laughs> totally. I don't know what what the pivot is for him. He he we have a few things in mind. None of them are for financial reasons. Right. Um, uh, one of them is a total loss leader, but he's like, but people need to laugh. And right. I may, we're sustaining our lifestyle with his podcast. Thank you, everyone who is patient and listens to all his ads, because yeah. that is what is keeping us going. The lights on, a hundred percent. So I hear you. If we didn't I have that, we would really be in bad shape. But totally, I hear you. Um, but yeah, it what what really, what really? I mean, this sounds it sounds so stupid to even have this conversation based on what people are going through, but you know as an artist, Bert had really hit a great trajectory in his art that now has stopped. And that stinks because at the end of the day, 
the art is selfishly for him, but it's also for everyone watching. I mean, we've gotten so many emails saying, I have watched your specials over and over again during this quarantine because I just need to laugh. So in a certain way, it's like a, sounds really more important than it probably is, but in some way it's like a, it's like a, like a public service to have content and laugh. It's an antidote. It's a, it's a, um, you know, I kind of view it. Well, I can tell you that matter of fact, the call I had before you, I had a, uh, a video Zoom conference call with one of my team members at provide. And she said, she, I told her I was doing this with you. And she said, please tell Bert, um, tell Leanne that for her to tell Bert that my, my, um, operations manager at provide and her name is Aaron. She, uh, she said, I watched all of his specials over the weekend just because mm-hmm. I needed to laugh. And I just think he's so freaking funny. It just made me let go for a little bit. And I was like, I will let her know that Aww, so that's really that because it is important. And, you know, I kind of you, uh, self-care and skincare, you know, it, it can, it can feel like you were saying, it can feel kind of Swarmy or weird to say because you think, oh, self care through skin care. And but there's a moment of we need to feel a sense of normalcy, yeah, whatever that looks like to people. Sometimes, you know, and, and listen, I've been the naysayer personally when when I've been in hell, I, I'm having a hard time with all of these, especially in my industry. I love our industry, but there's a lot of that, um, there's a little bit of righteousness in it. There's a little of, of any industry, but there's a little bit of that self, you know. Guided meditation, like everyone go and, and and let's all Zoom chat about wellness and this. And I personally was struggling because I was like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to figure out how we can keep ourselves alive. Like right. I'm trying to figure out how we can, with my business partner, we're like, how do we keep these people employed eventually when we come back around the other side? Because our hotels are going to be dead as a doornail. No one's going to be wanting spa. Like how do we keep a business for 15 years that we have loved, nourished, given up most of our family time for? That's what I'm thinking about. I, I don't have time to learn to journal differently. I don't want to go learn how to paint. I can't, I can't go buy Michael's stuff so I can learn my newest art form. And I can't, and listen, and that was me being like, eh, right? Like I, w- I wish I was just able to sit and like be with my thoughts and like, yeah. I really want to get to know myself. And I just, I don't, I'm not like that naturally anyways, but there's an element of like, I'm, I think it's jealous. I'm jealous yeah. or envious of those persons who that's their outlet to do. And I, right. I envy it because I don't have that in me. I have more of that, like, fuck it, fix it. Mm, uh, uh. Like I come at it like a freaking like I'm going to fight it MMA style. Like let's go yeah. instead of, let me think about it. Let me ponder it. Let me uh, switch it around 15 different ways. I'm like, fuck that move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What can I do? And really, there's what can I do? You can do. Right. Which is where the exhaustion, cortisol, adaptation, and just let me go to sleep. Yeah. Just put me out. Yeah. Put me out. I'm out. Bert feels that way too about his stand up. He feels very despondent. Yeah. Um, He wants to fight through it and push and go. How can we? I can't do this, but what can I do? And that is so exhausting for somebody. Yeah. And not a lot of people think like that too. And, and I get it. And those, sometimes you got the, you got the people that you know, lead the ship and you got the people that row the ship. You got the people, you know, it's the yeah. captain and the generals and, and the soldiers. And, and I feel, you know, a lot of, I talk a lot about this. We're just, we're just tired, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. And no one really cares. Everyone's like, Oh, boo-hoo, you have your own company. Meh. You know, like, oh, cry me a river. You at least 
have a company. I'm like, for now, on paper. But you don't have right a now, company from like eating bonbons and putting your feet up. You have a company from right. work, really hard work, blood, sweat, yep. and tears, and you earned it and you deserve right. it. And not everybody has the means to do that or the desire or the drive. Right. You know, yeah. I was talking to somebody not long ago about how our society doesn't say, hey, it's okay to be an office manager at your local medical office and that be your dream job because that gives you the opportunity to do arts and crafts when we're in quarantine. And that's who you are. And I don't know why as a society we don't go, well, fuck yeah, absolutely. That's amazing because you're choosing a different lifestyle than someone who owns a business whose lifestyle... it, you never stop thinking about your business. Right. I mean, we have right. three businesses. I never stop thinking about our business. Right. And that is, I like that. Right. I, it's I a choice. It's I a choice. I would be crazy if I went to a nine to five and went home and was like, done. I, I can't do it. that. But for never some people, it. that's what they want. And that yeah. is awesome. There's nothing wrong with either choice. It's just what works for you as a person. And I think we don't validate. I think people as a society look down on kids who don't want to go to college and instead want to go to vocational school on people who don't want to own their own business or be in this upper echelon of whatever they believe owning your business is. Look at Doug. Hey, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He could come say hi. Oh, I love old kidding me. He was like this. I'm out. (laughs) I love Doug. You know, I've always loved Doug. I get the biggest kick out of him. I know. Brother from another mother. He is indeed. No, but I I totally agree with you about, you know, it's the same thing. It goes back to being a a woman, uh, a a mother who works. I mean, it's the same mentality. I remember, I remember being in those mommy and me classes when I, when I moved here, actually trying to, you know, open up our businesses and still trying to be a mom on top of shit, which I was not successful very much at, but, and, and I don't know if it was my own fear of being judged that was permeating off me, Yeah, but you know, it's like a, like I was given off an odor because <laughs> I still don't have friends. Was it here. onion? Was the odor? No, onion? <laughs> no. Okay. If anything, it was sweet and it was subtle. Um, my pheromones are very lovely. No, but um, but I do think that what I found was I just, I think it was, it, it probably was my own judgment is what I'm thinking clearly of like, oh, they better not be judging me. Right. <laughs> so it's almost a defense mechanism. Like, oh yeah, you're going to judge me? I got you first. I'm going to judge right, you. Right, right. Oh, it's so hard being home. No, I did that for a year and a half. I know. And I remember going, but I wasn't fulfilled enough. You know, yeah. that was my personal journey and choice. And yeah. there was consequences to that, that I accept. And, uh, and then there were benefits to it that I accept. So, but I do think that I've asked Doug that before. I'm like, you know, if we lose all this, you know, we have a nice house. We have a lot of debt from this house. Um, and I've got businesses. If, if we talk about that and I try to go, he doesn't really like to talk about this stuff because it's a little too depressing. And I, I go more into the control of, well, what if the wheels come off? You know, remember my brother is a former Green Beret major. He's retired, and and you know he's doing very well for himself. But he talks about that. Like he, he when this all went down, he was like, 
Yeah, he's a little doomsayer. It's not going to lie. I mean, when you've served like five tours in Iraq and you've killed people for a living, you probably are like this. I need my compound. <laughs> so he's got a, a place in Tallahassee. He's got like 500 acres and they're building a small little cabin thing on there. I mean, he goes there. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on some of this. But he's serious. He was like, the next, he was like, this is how it's going to roll. And he walked through it. And right now we are following the trends of everything he said because he's seen societies and civil warfare and civil disobedience, which is what we're starting to have. And he goes, when people start starving, this is when shit changes hardcore. When people start getting fearful of food and, you know, and so we're at that like civil disobedience before civil warfare. It's, he's like, you're going to start seeing people, they will get theirs. They will make sure that they're, they are, it's survival. And we're not there yet, of course. Um, and hopefully we'll never touch that, but that's when shit gets really ugly. And he just talks about when the wheels come off, what happens? And I'm like, you know, when this all, if this all gets taken away, cause if I lose the spas in California, because let's say we can't open and we open up and there's nothing and my landlords are assholes and say, Nope, then try to come after me. I have an SBA loan that's tied to my home. It's gone. And so, and that's the risk you take as an owner of a business is you, you collateralize everything. You say, here, here's my home because I believe in it. But when something happens to you, you can't control. It's not because you were bad in business. It wasn't because you couldn't staff it. It wasn't because whatever. It's almost like a natural disaster happens. Yeah. But, you know, it just makes you feel so out of control. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, for me, the hardest part about all of this. And probably for Bert as well. Yes. Is the no control. Yes. And I'm a control freak by nature. I don't, I want to be in control of my own destiny to as much as I know that I can be. Right. I know that I'm not really in control of it. Yeah. It's a facade, but I like to at well, least think that I am. For a well, Leo, of I think you've talked to Leo. Leo's been a guest yeah. here. He's our financial um, guy that yeah. helps us with all our finances and stuff. But I, I talked to him about this and he said, you know, the good thing, if there's a good thing, the good thing about this is there's no systemic problem with our economy. The problem is a health problem. So once the health problem is displaced or removed, the economy, in theory, should go back to where it was before, basically. So we're not looking at the housing crisis, where that was a systemic problem with the financial system. The banking, yeah. And so it took us so long to build back up that his, his theory is, because this is not that, we'll build back up more quickly. So, I hope so. It's I the hope economic so too. portion though. If one in four restaurants statistically is what the report is, we'll not never come back from this. One in four restaurants. I, I would I would I would believe that for restaurants in particular. And yes. you know, something I've tried to do and I've been encouraging people to do on every podcast is to shop small businesses right yeah. now. You know, if you can buy groceries from a small grocer instead of your big chain, the big chains are going to be fine. Yeah, uh, they've already gotten the 20 to $70 million bailout, not bailout, but PPP money. Yeah. That is good. They're going to be really fine. And everybody's still shopping at Target and Pavilions yep. and Ralph's and Gelson's and whatever. They go for convenience. Yep. Yes, they go for convenience. And those people are going to be fine. If you can find a moment in your week to buy from someone local on any capacity. Um, yeah. You know, if you have a birthday gift, instead of going to Target and getting it all in one, see if there's a way you can safely go to your local boutique, uh, buy skincare from someone. Uh, what? 
Yeah, exactly. Wrap it up, baby. Wrap it up. Exactly. Yeah, it's true because you can get sanitizer not anywhere, but you can get it from other places and get targets and all that. Yeah. But if you have companies that you can can support, it will every I can tell you when we get a, a gift card sold online for Raven Spa. I get so happy because I know then that that therapist, when it's time to open, will have a job that week. Right. And that's where we're at, where it's yeah. like, eh, you know, I mean, you know, the rent in LA is crazy. And so just thinking about it statistically, if, if businesses have to come back at 20, <laughs> I just I wanted to call you hi. I didn't want you to be in here and not say hi to you. Oh, hi. Go back, go back. You guys sound like you're having an interesting conversation. I just want to say hi, Rumbly. Hey, Bert. <laughs> He's so funny. All I saw was stomach. I know. On purpose. I just, I just saw the belly. Yeah, I know. I know. Doug's getting one of those. Oh, God, <laughs> oh, we call it the COVID-19 pounds. Well, you you bring up a good point because I had I had an online shopping party for this woman who um, two times a year for years now, my friends and I have done a private shopping party for her and she donates a certain percentage of sales to our local elementary school. So it's been a fundraiser and a fun yeah. girls night out and it helps her at the boutique. It's like a win, win, win. Yeah. So well, I had one planned for May 1st and we couldn't do it obviously. So I was like, why don't we do it by zoom? See how it works. Like yeah. you be in your store and show us what you got. You know, all of us so well, we've been shopping there for six years and these two, she knows everybody's general size and nobody's. Oh, that's great. So we had this huge shopping spree and one of my friends said, you know, I have a really hard time. She's really tall. And she yeah. was like, I have a hard time buying at her store because the, the store owner is five feet one and my friend is six foot one. So she doesn't really have a lot of really it's long tall. tall and six yeah. one is really tall for a woman. So yeah, yeah. she said, I just decided I'm going to buy a gift certificate because I always go in there and buy gifts. So when we're out of this, I already have a gift certificate and it's money in her pocket right now yeah. that I can, you know, take advantage of later at any time. And yeah. I thought, Oh my God, that is so smart. Even if you just buy gift cards to your local stores who, yeah. you know, hopefully they don't go under. And I don't know what happens if a gift card, if it was someone that you go under is, is gone, but it is gone. It is gone. But, but it's almost like you're donating. It's like uh, you're donating for a good cause and the bonuses, they get to stay in business yes. and you can utilize it. Right. That, yeah. but that is where people are trepidatious, especially in spas. I can tell you, people are kind of like, Ooh, I hope they're open. I yeah. hope they can open, you know, and they're right. It's like restaurants. It, it's, it can, I feel specifically in places, example, Los Angeles will feel it very, very hard nail salons because of stupid Newsom and what he said about that. They, they, did you hear about what he said about nail salons? No, I'm not even going to repeat it because I don't want to give it any legs, but wow. basically look it up and it will tell you what he called out nail salons specifically. And the editor of Nail Pro Magazine, 80, there were like 800,000 manicurists. And it literally could, in one fell swoop, make everyone fearful of getting their nails done. And it's just like, are you shitting me? But why? That's so stupid. It was stupid. And, and, but a lot of stuff that, unfortunately, in California that gets done is stupid. And I hope that Californians wake up too, to, how the government's being run there. I mean, take a look around, right? right. 
the homeless situation, the rents being out of control, the wage and the wage for the employer to pay the, the employee not being make enough, but the, they can't pay. I mean, it is, it's destined to have a, I heard Joe Rogan was talking about, he's like, I'll move to Texas. This is bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's not kidding. And in Texas, of course, you're like, yes, come. <laughs> right. But I, but I do think that, I mean, I live in North Carolina and, and they're following pretty strictly. I mean, we're, we're on phase one. We can't, there's no restaurants open. You, and, and I get it. And part of me, again, it's this heart and head pull. My heart understands it. My head goes, I don't like people trampling, tromping on civil liberties and constitutional rights, but I'm not an activist. I'm not waving a flag. I'm not burning a girl. I don't need to do all that. But as a business owner, and I have staff that are like, I don't want to come back until we feel really safe. And I get it. There'll come a time where rubber meets the road. And it's like, well, if we don't open up, we never can open up. Right, right. And, and, and when 33 million people don't have jobs, after July 25th, people are going to need jobs. So you yeah. may, you may want to take that job opportunity when offered to you. And you may not get that full unemployment that last week. Because right. then you can't get it if you're getting paid, but you have a job that's being, and I get it. If I could sit and make money right now on unemployment and feel secure at least for a couple months, I I get that a thousand percent. Right. But a business is going to be at a place where they can't open because no one wants to come back. Right. And if you don't have employees there and you don't have people coming to your business, you got no business. You're going kaput. Yeah. That's what I fear. I do fear that for a lot of businesses, for our own business, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what? I'm reinventing again. Yeah. I don't know if I have the energy to do that shit. Well, <laughs> I will drink myself until the end. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're going to have to open up so people can make money. They're going to have to because in New Jersey this morning they had that that fit gym guy who was like the New Jersey governor was like, "You're he cannot open up a gym," but the chiropractor next to him could, and he was just like, "What?" Uh, he's like, "I'm going on three months." I have to, or we won't make it. We are social distancing. We have put our gym equipment, it's called Atlas Gym or something. And we'll find out if you got arrested. And same thing happened in Texas with the hair salon owner, a woman. She's like, I can't feed my family. I I am going to open my business. I will have everyone stand outside. We will, I mean, all the things that we've got to do. Yeah. Salons are even more so than a restaurant is. We have to, we have to sanitize Every tool that we use, you don't have to sanitize silverware. We just have to wash it. We yeah. got to wash and sanitize stuff. Now I don't own salons anymore, but I can tell you this woman, I mean, she got arrested. Was yeah. going to have to spend seven days in jail. She raised over a half a million. They raised a half a million dollar GoFundMe for her because they were like, how dare you government? Because yeah. it's an ordinance and an ordinance can just be fined from what I understand, but it's not a law. Yeah, right. You can't go to jail. And these poor cops are like, Yeah, what are they arrest this poor lady? Yeah. She's a tax paying. She you know. Yeah, I don't I think that we need to be given the well, it's hard because you you feel like if you talk about vac- vaccinating your kids, I feel like that's your civic duty. You know, if the measles, the measles is a terrible disease. And, and if we didn't vaccinate, we would have the measles. So right. you should do that. So you should quarantine as part of your civic duty. But at a right. certain point, you do have to say this needs to be an individual's responsibility. You right. know, we're doing all that we can, but, um, if she wants to go get her hair done at the hair salon, that's the risk she's choosing to take. 
right? Totally, and totally. So- and so is that owner, and the owner's the taking owner. that. And the yep. hair salon should have to toe the line. Everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's being clean. Every they yep. they should have to create a safe environment for people to make a choice. Totally. Right? Say, and that's what they're doing. And if you do that, and if you do that, right? Are you compliant enough where people? Because it's really going to boil down to, and this is where we're having this like total pull in this whole society thing. I think is. People feeling like, don't treat me like I'm a kindergartner, like I'm a child. Right. Treat me like I'm an adult because I did what you asked. I've done what you've asked. We're watching it, but we have to start allowing. And I get it. If you're in a hot spot and it is like fire, mm-hmm. you, come, you know, you're not running into the burning building. You, you know, right. you're, you're going to watch it. But when you're talking about places that, I mean, in our town, we have four deaths and 80 cases. Of, and there's 90,000 people here. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And people will be like, see, because we've social distance. It's like, okay. But how long are we yeah. going to be able to sustain that? Yeah, you- really? And it's all going to, you know what it's boiled down to. If we could get a drug of some kind, not a vaccine, not even a cure. They can't cure AIDS. They can't cure. You're not curing anything. You It is a virus. The man is curable. Yeah, man it is. Tamiflu is a Tamiflu is like remdesivir, right? Remdesivir is what they've proven can make you heal faster and not get you on a ventilator is the goal, right? Yeah. So we don't overwhelm the hospitals. That was the whole point of flattening the curve. But if we have a drug that they know statistically right now in the cases that we can in two months time proves that it's doing this a hundred percent of the time it's doing this, then fucking yes, like go nuts with that yeah. thing. And anything else that can work and get it, we're going to have somebody that have bad reactions to it, adverse reaction to it. But I'd rather that than wait in line to see if we could find something perfect, because right. that's kind of, that's where the consumer confidence will come from right. is about, do we have something like for like Tamiflu for us or the shot that isn't preventative, but when you get it, because we're all going to get it at some point, if we already have it, mm-hmm. then we know what's going on. And I think once we know that we can handle it better. It's if we start knowing people dying that are healthy, that we knew there was no problem with them. If we started all losing friends or family, all ages, then you have absolute paralyzation. That's a different ballgame. But that's how it's being treated. Right. Like we all are losing close ones next to us that, you know, our child, our some people have, and it's horrific. Yeah. But not at the tune of shutting down an entire society to the point of people jumping off buildings because they're like, fuck it. Right. I'm done. You know, and it's a hard place to be because you can get on political spectrums in this and you can get emotional spectrums and people did know somebody, but at some point you're going to have people that are rising up eventually that are going to go. If every business went, fuck it. I'm done. Fuck it. We're opening because I cannot pay my bills. I'm going to get evicted. There's no law saying you can't evict me after July. Right. Right. So what's your So. It's going to be a mess. What a mess. mess. So what is your positive from this? I don't think you ever answered me. What's your positive? Because I don't have one. Ah, there's got to be something like in your house. I'm, I, here's my positive. Yeah. Bert has never spent this much time with his girls ever. Oh, that's a positive. That's that really positive. positive because it's they have huge. a two parent household for two months straight, which has never happened. Wow. That's really positive. That's huge. And that's huge for you too. Yeah. And it's, 
it's a shift. It's a change for you. I assume with all the, like you're used to, you run your ship tight. Yep. Um, positive, positive. I'm such, I'm the, the, the natural, like cynical, <laughs> cynical kind of comedy girl in me goes, uh, gained 15 pounds. So that sucks. You have not. Uh, I have too. I've gained 15, 15 pounds. Uh-huh. Yes. In three months I have. And it's, well, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> That is in. That is in. You didn't know it's so (laughs) it's so important to feel fat. Mm -hmm. Quarantine 15. (laughs) Yeah, we were calling it the COVID-19 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like the freshman 15. It's the COVID-19 pounds. Nice. Well, you got Um, some more pounds to go. I'm working towards it. Hold on. (laughs) Um positive. Positive. Shit. Like if you have you enjoyed um, no. your husband, your daughter, your no, your no, dog? no, 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 nothing. I've, I've been okay. Yeah, I've enjoyed cooking more. Yeah, I hate the fucking dishes. So I've enjoyed yeah. the cooking. Yeah, the cooking is because we're eating more at home. Yeah. Um, but I've learned too that if by six o'clock I'm not in there starting it, ain't happening. Right. We had more frozen pizza, and I'm just like, is it a pizza night? <laughs> um, uh, pizza, you know. Um, you know, it's really weird. I've, I'm, I'm anxiously craving when my mind will rest because I feel like my brain is on fire. Interesting. That's how it feels. I feel like I deeply am craving numbness. And, and brain rest like peace. because I, yes, because I, it, it's like, will I feel peace? It's almost like going, I'll feel peace in October. Like, like almost like this, I have to keep the, um, I have to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And when you can't, because you're so in it, you know, you don't know when you can open California up again. You don't know when you can get your staff off gone. Are people going to cut? I mean, all those things create a lot of um, just navigational issues in my brain so it feels like it's on fire yeah um so it's hard to and this is something I need to sit with too is is go what are the blessings what well we're healthy yeah we we haven't Avery is safe I've made sure of it like you know I go and get my you know my McDonald's coke and I wake that shit down because I I also don't want to you know pummel my immune system too I don't want to be sanitized to the point where I get more sick from superbugs because we didn't go anywhere. Right. But, and some may say, oh, it's stupid. It's like, no, that's not really. Because if you're completely, it's, it's not. It's it's good to actually expose yourself to stuff too. I guess I just, we're healthy. You know, I've been able to keep Doug from spiraling a little bit that's during good. this time. I was very concerned um, with Avery. She's actually doing okay on the depression scale. Because I was worried about Doug. I was worried he was going to spiral if he feels like, you know, you know, what's going to happen in my business. And I think he could go dark. And I don't have the capacity to manage and take care of that too. That would be over time, count me out. Like it just put me in a rubber room for a while because I will need that decompression. But it is, it's, it's the craving of, we had to cancel our trip. We had a trip to Florida. It's canceled. I mean, boohoo, first world problems. I know. However, it's still, you know, it sucks. Avery had to cancel her STEM school, college ringling. She was going to go do a month and a half. Yeah, I remember seeing school. that on Facebook. It's huge. It was going to be huge for her. Canceled it. But we can't afford it now. I was like, eh, sorry, probably can't afford the college. So I'm not going to tell her that. But 
she's like, I'll get loans. I'm like, you know, okay, so don't worry about that. But you know, there's just an element of normalcy that I'm craving so hard. And the good thing is that I recognize what we had before. Mm. And I recognize that, wow, we had really good. So any bitching that was done prior, like stop your bitching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a great, that's a great thing to have realized. Yeah. Realized yeah. Too That we, we didn't really, we're not complainers at all. We are very positive glass half full. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, sure. every single night we, we go around the table and say, was your favorite part right, of the too. Nice. What are you grateful for? So yeah. we try to keep gratitude really present in our day to day. So we didn't really have that, but uh, like, like not understanding how lucky and blessed we were. We always kind of did. Um, yeah. But since it's shifted, um, I guess we feel really blessed that we were in such a good place to be able to have enough money and savings yeah. that we don't need to draw on employment and we're not going to, because good. I don't think that's ethically right for us because you can hang. Yeah. Money, you know, to, we don't need it. Other people right. need that money. We don't totally. need that money. So we're not taking that money. We're not taking any help from the government at all because I don't think that's ethically right. I just right. haven't had a problem with that, but right. I don't have a business that totally shut down like you did. Totally. Um, yeah. yeah. Apples and oranges. We still are making enough money that we are completely fine from the podcast. So, sure. And that's huge. And that's so good. That's so, so good. Huge. And I bet there's plenty of comedians that, you know, were working their way in, in their own platform trying and then hit that level and are like, oh, well, shit. you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of comedians that have reached out to Bert to say, I'm thinking about starting a podcast during this pandemic. <laughs> and you're, you're like, that's awesome. You should totally do that. Look at Doug. <laughs> My husband. Sock and leg. That's all you got working for you, honey. I think he's flirting <laughs> I love him so much. He wished he, wished he was funny and famous, and he just can't be. It just he doesn't, is the, funny. He's totally funny. Just super dead. He deadpan. is. Deadpan, and so is my daughter. Deadpan. So yeah. you were just talking about your family and saying, you know, you guys have gratitude and you go around and talk. Yeah. Okay, we tried that; it was successful for one night, and we learned that you can't really have that, at least in this household, with an Aspie kid because she can't hear her talking. She is the one who said, "I'm grateful that I didn't die." I mean, she <laughs> said that for Thanksgiving, and my husband would be the one when we're all trying to be like mindful and prayerful of like, you know, we're so grateful. Can you just? My husband would go home. Pup dog started on my lap this morning. I'm grateful for that. That's the level. You see, we just skim. We skim up. Uncomfortable with the vulnerability of gratitude. Uh, and anything else. That means anything. Um, I was going to tell you too. Oh, a couple people ordered from your, you You gave your, the, it's W, wife of the party, right? W-O-T-P 20. Yeah. Was the code W-O-T-P 20. Gave yep. 20% off to yes. any order I provide. So they can Who's use the it again. And I can extend it. Yeah. And I can extend it if you want to. Well, whatever you want. It's your business. So I'll <laughs> do it as long as you want. I'll keep posting. I'll try to post once a week. I've been posting in my stories a link. Cool. So I've been doing it for you. And um, I have another friend that makes handmade jewelry. I think you may have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. This right before all this happened. Yeah. Yes. Um, but 
do you have any of your products that you can show me or just your, I have, well, I have a hand sanitizer and then, Oh, I do. Hold please. Watch this thing like this. Hold on. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? (laughs) That's how we roll. That's how we roll. Um, Okay, all I have, because I, I did not come prepared, like a jackass. Um, what I do have, which is my favorite thing to do and have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have the, oh, excuse me. I have the, we have our toner. Mmm, this is so good. So <laughs> I was going to spray it. Why do you use a toner? What is that? Hold on. I almost sprayed it with my glasses <laughs> on. That would have been, been hot. Okay. Toner is great to one, bring your skin back to its pH balance. And there's uh-huh. pH balance in skin is important so that you don't have too much. So you break out or too little. So you break out. And basically it's the level your skin needs to be to absorb oils or to absorb when you exfoliate, you would tone afterwards because you're wanting to have your skin prepped and ready for the serum you're going to put on or your moisturizer. It's really a, it's, me it's a it's a way to have a, a catalyst to help get that oil into your skin right and so it brings your ph at the proper level and so ours is is called gentle mineral toner and has rose quartz in it because we have a little bit of rose quartz in there and it smells delicious people also use this as a primer a, a face setting if you're have makeup on and you spray a little bit it helps hydrate your skin so then it sets your makeup oh. um, so we i've used that for that before um, so yeah, you want to, you want to cleanse your face. Obviously you want to remove your eye makeup and lipstick. And so use eye makeup remover and we have one botanical eye makeup remover, which to me, eye makeup remover is one of the most underspoken about, and, and it's the, it's the, it's the stepchild of skincare. And it's the most amazing thing. Cause we, you, you wear mascara, you need to use something to get those off, to break down that material. So I think ours has been, I love it. And I've been using it for 15 years now. So eye makeup remover. And you wash your face. And when you wash your face, a lot of times people are afraid of oil. I've even used a little bit of our antioxidant repair oil with our cleanser because oil actually helps break down any makeup on your face. Um, you ha- see how people have like a facial oil cleanser. That's where that came from. Uh-huh. And, then, you know, you want to exfoliate the skin because that's going to help get rid of the top layer, the dermis. So that that's when we look crepey. As we get older, we get drier or even more oily. Most women get drier in patches. Um, you know, most people are T-zoning, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where my oil, That as you get older too, your, your pores get huge. I don't know what this is. It's genetic disposition. But my mom's pores are big. Mine are big. And so when you exfoliate, it'll actually help get rid of the, the dirt or oil that's inside your pores. Wow. It's almost like um, helping you get rid of blackheads and things like that. It tightens up those. So then you you wear, you put a serum on or you put on your favorite moisturizer. I use both. I usually use like, this is this is our anti-aging face and body oil. This thing, it to me is a gold in a bottle because, or spa in a bottle, if you will, because it's got carrot oil, which mimics the skin, but also is extremely powerful of keratin. It's delicious, vitamin A. Um, it's really yummy, vitamin C. And I think that vitamins in your skin really help it have its elasticity, cellular renewal, all those buzzwords are real words. And it has rose and langy lang. So on a aromatherapy um, part of it, it actually is healing for many things, not only the skin, but hormonally for women, it helps with um, any type of 
outbreaks that you have on your skin. So I just, I find the more I can moisturize the better. And so I love it. And I love to smell spa because it makes me, you know, our olfactory is our number one scent. You can smell like a lavender hand cream and it can take you back to like your, your mom's favorite or your, or your grandmother used to use this. And so, or you smell a birthday cake, you know, the buttercream, and it takes you back to your childhood. So there's things like that. Spa has that kind of sense memory for people. And I have that in our products because I've been using them for so long and help create them. So, yeah, so that's what we, we just focus on affordable luxury, if you will, for skincare and, and we put them in all of our spas. It is, it is. We're due for a price increase. We were supposed to be increasing it in May. We didn't. Um, and it was going to be a, a, semi-significant because our prices have gone I mean our bottles this bottle has has gone up three times the value they're from Italy and the shipping alone has gone up 20 30 percent so we're gonna have to increase our prices but you know only a few items will go up crazy because of the we're at we're at a loss now on certain items but the rest is just across the board it's been seven years since we've price increased it's time but you don't want to do it in the middle of a pandemic and an economic meltdown of the society um don't want to piss off the people that we at least are able to serve, but we're also donating uh, for our, we pivoted our company to make it essential so that we could get sanitizer out to the community. We're selling two ounce for six ninety five. It's the FDA approved formula and regulated. It's 80% ethyl alcohol. It's got glycerin, hydrogen peroxide and purified water. That's it. Four ingredients. Um, it doesn't smell like what you think spa smells like add your own lavender oil on it because it's non-sterile, meaning that's not medical grade for them. They can do their own. But we just donated um, to my friend who is in the reserves. She's a nurse and she's in the reserves of the army. She just got sent to Phoenix to work in the COVID ICU. And so I sent her a care package to give that team of nurses. So she's, she just got it. So we're going to get some pictures in from her to share on social, but you know, it's stuff like that. Nursing homes, we're donating um, some hand sanitizer. We've got gallons that we're selling. Um, you know, it's just for us, it's about how do we, how do you give back, but also sustain at the same time and make sure people know that you're trying to do everything you can to be relevant and help people. You know, we were selling it to the Biltmore estate here, the on Biltmore estate bought our sanitizer since we're local and we're selling it to them in 55 gallon drums. Wow. Um, Our our Kessler collection is our hotel partner that the Poseidon spas are in. And we have seven of those and they just bought a hundred and like 108 gallons because they need it for all of their hotels Yeah, and they could go anywhere else and get it, but they're trying to support their local vendor, which is us. So, right. you know, trying to do stuff you can't, but it's things like that, that cause the exhaustion in the brain, right? It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what we're doing. And we, we sell it right now on our website for vi.com. And, um, but that's if you P-R-I-V-A-I. use P-R-I-V-A-I-V-A-I. Yeah, that's uh, it. Uh, it's probably back. It's probably reflecting, and it's probably back. No, it's you know? not. No, it isn't. No, okay. It's not. <laughs> no, I can read Leanne Rhymes. So if I can leave, read Leanne oh. Rhymes, I can read read provide, Right. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the that was the album. That the gold the album. Whatever. Yeah, it is. No, my one thing. Well, um, I'm gonna go online. Uh, I have to apologize to you publicly. Yeah. I haven't bought your products in a long time. I think so when what? I found out about it 15 years ago Probably. I think I had to send you an email with what I wanted <laughs> you did and back I, in the day too labor intensive for me and I, <laughs> I was like I can't do this I don't have time I have two kids I can't email I need this I don't even know what it's called I don't I mean, even you're use like, this. <laughs> well I tell you like 
two years ago, I'm so, I'm, this is one way we are very opposite. Two years ago, I went, huh, maybe I should start taking care of my skin. I mean, I am like 47. Maybe I should start putting some shit on my face. Oh, so you're I, so funny. You haven't needed to. You haven't needed to, Miss Sally. I Fields. clearly so did cute. need to. And now I'm paying the price now for not doing it ever. But I, I am sorry that I've never bought your product since the very beginning. So That's all, listen, girl, you are, you are a rock star in general. And I just love having you. I love, I love, love our talks. They make me happy. This is like light up of my two months, three months, maybe five months. It's a lot <laughs> um, no, but I appreciate it. And, and I, I'm just so, like I told you last time, I'm so proud of you and I'm so grateful um, that, well. that you, you reach, you reach a lot of people, especially women who, who want to laugh too, and want to talk about things they understand and know. And, you know, I, uh, I'm inspired by it. I told you, you know, I, I would invert made comments about me that were so lovely. And it just, it just filled my heart, you know, cause I don't, I don't talk. A, you kind of, when you're an owner of businesses, my business partner and I are the ones who give each other out of, out of girls, right. Or that pat you on the back. You have to pat yourself a lot. And, and that can become weird and self-deprecating at the same time. You'd be like, Oh, you're still great. Oh, you're sorry. You know, you can really, <laughs> Because yeah. I'm always still an artist inside. I'm always got that artist person in me that it, that will second guess. Is it good? Is it not good? Is it? And uh, Bert and I have a lot in common in that way. And it just, I, I, I love that we have um, such a great laugh together. And, and the friendship is always, it's like I didn't miss a beat. It's like I'm right there with you all it's the time. so true. I know. I'm so glad that you, um, I, when you bought the spas in California, you said, hey, let's go out. I really miss that I'm sorry I missed yeah. you the last time you were here. I didn't know that we were about to be in quarantine. <laughs> Did any of us? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know yeah. what's going on. But when you were here, I absolutely just couldn't do it. When you, oh yeah, I don't well, remember. sometimes I come quick. I'm, I'm like, I'm in and I'm out, and yeah. so. But you're always there when I, when I need you. So I appreciate it. Well, I feel the same about you. You're a very unique, wonderful person. You have a pure heart. You, um what you see is what you get. And I appreciate that more than anything ever. I had rather have you say Trump is the best human walking the planet. And I think Satan is probably real also. So um, and that's who I am. And then I go, okay, I know who I'm dealing with. Totally. You know what you're dealing with. I know what I'm dealing with. I'd rather that than someone who pretends to be something that they're not. True. That's, that's the one true. thing. That's the reason I think that you and I have been friends for so long. Yeah, because you're like that. What you see is what you get. Too. I have nothing yeah. to hide. Why would I hide something? Just makes things more complicated. A hundred percent. Like I'm not gonna pussyfoot around something. And and I, I was I was on a, recently on a on a call. I put together this like Asheville spa ownership kind of group so we could talk openly because these are women. Some of them are women, and and they've had their thoughts about me as an LA girl coming in here and open up spas. You know, there was some stuff back in the day years ago they thought I didn't kind of deserve there was a there was an air of like who do you think you are long time ago and 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 they just didn't know me and so they finally for the first time got to see me and we talked and I said hey listen I can be polarizing I know I know that I can be you love me or you hate me you're not but I don't care like my goal is this how do we help each other how do we move forward yeah. what, what can I do for you I gave them a list of you know here's some protective equipment that I'm quoting and we're a bigger company so I can get better discount like Let's get rid of the bullshit. I don't who has time for that. Right. I'm too busy going, trying yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. And so I think hopefully 
hopefully that helps when you when you can be real with people. And and I do think for me, I've been so nose down in business for so many years. And my business partner was my best friend. And then when she moved, it, I, it was a void there. And now, you know, I don't, I find I'm just, I'm, my husband says, you've come to the right side. I've brought you over to the dark side of like, <laughs> don't having friendship. And I went, yeah. And it's a lonely, awful, cold room. And I would rather have friends. <laughs> oh, you're a highly social person. You've always been yeah. very social. You've yeah, always yeah. been that way. So well, he has made me not so much because that's just, he doesn't need that. He doesn't no, crave that. He and doesn't I need do. that at all. <laughs> Matter of okay. fact, it would be death. 9.30. Yeah. I'm going to bed, guys. See you later. <laughs> it is so funny. Hold on. That would be someone mindful that he's going to tell you. He would just be like this. Oh, yeah. We go be going up the stairs. We go. Well, where are you going? We're in the middle of a Pictionary game. He uh, would touch the walls. He would go like, "Oh, what's that? Yeah, yeah." You're like, "You broke the wall. You don't know what's in it." Oh my god, that's 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 who I married, and and it does make me go interesting that that's who I was attracted to. How did that work? How did isn't that, that turn out? That is really interesting because I married a combination of my parents. And I go, why the fuck would I do that? I was therapy for 25 years because of my parents. And then yeah, I went, like, yeah, I think I'll marry that shit. Yeah, let's bring that on. Let's do that again. I want more stress. I want more problems. But you know, it's, it's weird. I think we are gluttons. I think we love it. I think we deep down crave it. You, you, you get so what you what get. it is, is that's what you understand love to be. Mm. That's what you that's understand love to be. Giving and receiving love, that's what you understand. Yeah. So you recognize it and you go, oh, that's love. Right. And then you get into that and then you go, why the fuck would I do that? I mean, I'm happily go, married. How do I fix that? <laughs> yeah, I'm happily married. Don't get me wrong. But there are times when I get enough where I go, enough. why the fuck would I marry someone who would talk to me like that ever? Of course, ever. And I would never do that to you. And inside, that's just, yeah. But here's what I've learned too, is that he trusts you enough in your marriage that he had his explosion in the way he knows to do it. Cause he probably went back in, in his own little, you know, immaturity level. Right. Cause that's what yeah. they do. And, yeah, totally. and uh, my husband is that he's actually said to me, like, if you just shut the fuck up and I don't realize <laughs> that if anyone else said it to me, I'd be putting them six feet under. Okay. I'd take you the fuck out. I'd choke you from behind. I'd farm guard you. I would do something to make you null and void of feelings like this neck down and paralyze you. Shut your mouth. Don't ever. But I don't, I look at you and go, that hurts my feelings that you would ever say that inside. I literally see the octagon. Like right. I see it and right. I, want to, I want to super fly, swing right. around your neck and scissor right. kick you and take your balls and put them in your mouth and make you right. eat them and dangle. I'll let you teabag yourself. Right. Right. Totally. You can see the take that one. Okay. Here, That's comes, right. here comes the boss again. Yes. I don't know why he came in here. Bert, I just said something that I thought you'd appreciate. I said that if, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I said, that if Doug ever, Doug has said some stuff to me before where I literally wanted to go, like he said, shut, just shut the fuck up before. And I've looked at him and inside my head, I saw myself literally suplexing him, taking him down, choking him from behind. I said, taking his balls and feeding them to him and teabagging himself. Okay. Right. Literally. That's what I want to do. Instead, I go, uh, I can't believe you hurt my feelings. <laughs> That made me hurt really bad when you said it to me. And inside, I literally see him going, ah, oh, oh, totally. 
<laughs> and when I said that, I could see you actually saying that, going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> enough. 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 Oh, I heard all about enough. You better, you better watch that finger. <laughs> you figured I told her about enough. It had to be talked about. It had to be talked about. He's going to shove that finger somewhere else. Enough. Well, yeah. I'm going enough. online to provide.com and ordering okay. one of each so I can try it all. Well, don't do that. Yeah, you should ask, to. Oh, why don't I figure out what would be good for you so that you don't have to do that? Well, that would be too smart. But <laughs> I it because what I want to do is instead of having this post this week, which is what I usually do, is wait and get your products. So in my introduction, I can go through what they are. Because I'll have them and I'll say, I use this and this is, this is what this is. And do you see what I mean? Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then I should write you out kind of a prescription of what your skin. Like today. So I can order I today. You got it. I'll write you. Awesome. I will write you. Because you have, you have, uh, you don't have any pores. I know. I've never seen them on your face ever. Your nose is like tiny little nose with no pores. You fucker. I don't know about that. Um, but. No, but you have, you have anti-aging that you want to focus on. And you have tend to have dry skin. I have, yes, I have dry skin. Yeah. Uh, yes. What I use now is a basic cleanser and a facial oil mm-hmm. and then the moisturizer on top of it. That's yeah, perfect. You just need to exfoliate. It's not enough. Yeah. No, you need to do oil plus. And honestly, if you're really dry, you should try the, I'll get you the ultra restore cream because that is, you need like, there's a lighter moisturizer, which has anti-aging tightening kind of toning helps with any kind of fine lines and wrinkles as coenzyme Q10 shit like that but then we have ultra restore which has seven oils in it it's thick it's in a jar because it's that thick that that. kind of stuff is when your when your skin is it's the like the nighttime that's what you want at night and the daytime you want something a little lighter and you're 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 a gentle foaming cleanser gentle um i even think for your skin do you get rosacea ever Mm -mm. you don't ever get like and you're not allergic to salicylic acid or anything like that our rice flour polish is an incredible exfoliant. And I would try a little patch test, like just doing a little bit to make sure you don't have any reaction because it's a, it's activates like a peel when you put oh, water on awesome. it. Oh yeah. It literally okay. polishes. All right. So I'll email you kind of what you can get. Make sure you use your coupon code though. I'm not using so, my coupon code. I don't use your coupon code. I'm not. So, That's for my people right. listening. That's not for me. It's the same well, reason could. I can't ethically do that. I do that with Amazon and those people. With the big people, but I'm not doing that with my small business. No way. I mean, Natalie said the same thing. Make sure you put the code in. I'm like, no, that's not the point. I can uh, afford to pay full price and I should. So, well, we love you. That's, that's uh, awesome. And, but yeah, write me that prescription. I'm super excited to get it. I will. I will. Well, I love you dearly. Please I give everyone hugs and kisses. I hope we I can come FaceTime our families. We should do families. Listen, Isla needs friends. You know that. Maybe maybe Isla and Georgia and Avery would all get along really well over FaceTime. Oh, no, no, my daughter. She'd be like, what? I'm not, I'm not, I don't even like I know them. I mean, I haven't seen them in like eight years. Oh, you keep saying that I knew them. I don't remember. Months, it was me and you and Bert and Doug. It'll be so fun. We should do that. your wedding. Oh, my God. You were pregnant and I was pregnant, but no one saw mine yet. You had just popped out. Oh, my God. And Doug filmed. I will never forget Doug filming Lorenzo eating. He just kept cutting to Lorenzo eating. And then Lorenzo eating. (laughs) Lorenzo eating. And it looked like Lorenzo ate for 20 minutes. (laughs) Ever. Ever. 
Oh my God. It was so funny. My favorite. That was the best. Then the Krispy Kreme. I love you. I love you very much. And I love the best and tell Doug, I love him. I will. I will tell him and you just make sure you don't stay, don't be a stranger and make sure, make sure that, um, keep me posted that you guys are healthy and safe and all that good stuff. And here. When I come to LA, I will see you again soon. That sounds good. I know. I love you. Love you too. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Bye, Austin. I think that we should get together.